Welcome to The Scoop, the Southern California Underground Utility Partnership, where we talk about everything utilities with industry pros. Hear from the experts about breaking into the industry, learn from their experiences, and get the inside scoop. I'm your host, Ruben Murillo. What's The Scoop? Today we have Greg Thomas. Greg is the general manager at Elsinore Valley Municipal Water District. Greg, good morning. Good morning, good morning Ruben. How you What's doing? the scoop? Good. Yeah. Good. Thank you for coming out and taking your time, you know, time out of your day to do this for us. Really appreciate it. So with that being said, let's get to it. Greg, what's the scoop? Sounds good. All yeah. right. So Greg, previous <clears throat> to your career in the water industry, you had a whole other career in, in the military. Correct. Um, can you share, um, you know, when you enlisted and how you chose the branch you did and, and, and maybe the position you when you left the military, what you okay. what your grade yeah, was? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, first of all, thanks for the scoop, Ruben. You yeah. guys and you guys are knocking it out of the park. What a great, great concept. Thank and you. Appreciate what you guys putting this together on your own, yeah. on your own accord, and and it's great. So uh, thank you. Happy to be part of this. Yeah. Uh, lucky to be part of this. Yeah. So, um, as far as the military, I always loved. I always liked the military. My dad had been in World War II. Actually, all my uncles on my dad's side, and my one uncle. Post World War II, Korea. He was a Marine, yeah. so he was. Uh, he was. I, I liked Uncle Bill, so yeah. he was one of the ones I, as far as my uncles. But um, always liked the military. Was going through college. Parents didn't, you know, five kids didn't have a lot of money, kind of thing. And so, uh, you know, one day just <clears throat> heard about ROTC and applied because it paid for my schooling. Yeah. So I went through school ROTC and then went in the military. So basically, upon graduation from college got commissioned in the uh, Marine Corps and one of the Marine Corps because no offense great all the great services are great yeah, yeah and the Marine Corps course. is kind of a little bit yeah you know, as far as I was yeah. concerned I wanted that challenge and you know in, in that regard so yeah well, an easy decision probably making it especially having family served in the, in the Marine Corps yeah, yeah. well my mom didn't want me to go. She's yeah. from Germany. My dad met her in World War II, so she, you know, she'd seen the devastation from, you know, their city oh, yeah. got bombed out. So, yeah. you know, first the Germans were occupying the her house, mm -hmm. and then when the Americans pushed them out, the Americans were there. Yeah. So yeah. it was kind of like she was she was a little nervous. Yeah. So, but other, other than that, it was, it, you know, again, they, I think they were proud after that once I got in, and nice. they'd wore the put the bumper stickers on yeah. their cars and yep. get questions. And Very stuff. cool. So that was all good. Yeah. So. I definitely, you know, one thing I've noticed, uh, Marines probably got to be the most proudest. You know, I, I say this with all guys, you know, I find out guys are in the Navy like years after I know them, but you always know a Marine guy, you know, super proud. And I think the, the community within, you know, like guys that have served in the Marine Corps, like you see their camaraderie with each other. It's like you would think that they've known each other for a very long time, but you see that. It's really cool. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a fraternity. You know, yeah. you got college, you go go somewhere, and all of a sudden somebody you run into, oh, you were Phi Beta or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't do fraternity. So, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden yeah. there's an instant brotherhood, a bond. Yeah, there, Very there cool. is something yeah. about the Marines for yep. that. I like it. Um, Greg, you'd mentioned ROTC. Just for the listeners, can you just really quick touch on the ROTC? If does that a pro that's a program in high school, right? And what ROTC so stands for? So there's a program in high school, junior ROTC. Um, you know, high schools will do that. You do drills and yeah. some military training and, and academics. In college, it's uh, uh, they pay for your schooling. Um, and so you, you have to do certain classes through the school, ROTC. There's certain classes they teach. Uh, but then it, it basically says that once you graduate college, you owe them at least four years, depending on your contract. I was a ground guy. If you're an aviator, you may do six years because, yeah. they, you know, they're going to pay for your aviation training, which mm -hmm. takes a couple of years. So for ground guys, regular 
regular officers. Yeah. Um, you do four years. You owe them four years for your education. Yeah. So. Nice. Very cool. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, so what do you remember about the day you enlisted or the day that you officially joined the Marine Corps? Um, you know, it, it, again, the Marines enlist and then they go to boot camp. So that's always that crucible, that challenge that they yeah. have to go through. For us, it's officer candidate school. So we do a summer training session, kind of like a boot camp in a way, just a little different. So yeah. that was probably just getting through that was probably the hardest because there was times when you sit in your your racket midnight yeah. and you're exhausted and you've been treated like yeah doggy do a little bit and you're like <laughs> yeah. why am i doing this why would anybody you know, with any san sanity put themselves through yeah. that stuff yeah. but you know once you graduate ocs then you're like uh, our boot camp similar it's like okay i i did it i made it so yeah. you know when you graduate college it's kind of interesting you know you my dad and my girlfriend at the time future wife and ex-wife but anyway yeah, yeah. Uh, you know pinning the bars on yeah. your shoulders and, yeah. and you kind of like it's it that's it yeah. you're in you know so yeah. it's a little bit surreal in a way yeah. but it's just real confirmation exciting. and fact, something that yeah, yeah you've done and put yourself through yeah. and were able to complete it in fact, you know? it was more exciting than graduating college yeah because <laughs> you basically graduated that day you got yeah. your certificate then you got commissioned yeah so it's like all in one event kind of thing so yeah very cool yeah so how did you imagine the military life before you joined? I know you mentioned that your dad was in the military, so you, you kind of probably already had like a, a prequel to what was what you had to look forward to. But d did you have a different opinion before you enlisted of what was going to happen? Or? No, I, I you know, <clears throat> you don't really know until you're in. I know that, you know, uh, you know, it, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be, you know, challenging. But I also look for the excitement. I grew up in Indiana and, and uh, nothing against the Indiana, it's a great state to grow up. I had a great childhood, you know, the freedoms. Yeah. You look at that, riding your bike and yeah. doing all that stuff for, you know, get your fishing pole and go yeah. to the lake and go play baseball, basketball, whatever, and, and sports. But, you know, it's just I wanted to get out of Indiana a little yeah. bit. So the military offered that excitement of seeing the world, traveling, going go to other from, places yeah. and, and stuff. Though I <clears throat> kind of wanted, in one regards, when I was in college, you know, I actually wanted to be a, landscape architect to follow my grandfather but the college i went to didn't have landscape architect well purdue did but it was at the main campus and then yeah. rotc didn't accept it yeah i liked engineering so i became a mechanical engineer you know studied that and yeah i really wanted to go back to work for gm and build motors you nice know, i was a gearhead with my brother and all our friends yeah. so very that's cool. kind of what i wanted to do so yeah well now you now that you've uh been afforded some of the opportunities you know and making your way up to the top you probably are able to get some toys and and still tinker and play around yeah, and yeah, you know build the, and the side by side there you the go dirt bikes, yeah the quads with yep. the kids you get to be hands-on still yeah, a lot of that stuff little, can't work on cars nowadays they're too technical <laughs> oh yeah they're beyond my a lot of electronics computer, computer, yeah beyond my capability oh yeah so, yep you know it's a moving you. part gears something like that i'm good yeah <laughs> so. that's cool so when did you leave the military and what was that process like uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a decision. I, I did almost 22 years. So you make, I made a, you know, again, if there's like that nine, 10 year mark, you're like, do I stay in or do I get out? You're at that point. You're like, nah, you know, I was enjoying it. I had a great yeah. time. I loved it. You know, that's like I said, I was going to do four years and go get out and, and, you know, use the training, et cetera, to my, but I was in, I was really enjoying what I did. So, um, <clears throat> it, it just came down to sort of family, you know, yeah. it, it just, I had, uh, gotten selected for top level school you know i came back from desert or operation iraqi freedom so mm -hmm. 
you know, and then, you know, colonel type of thing. But I kind of was one of those points. The kids were young, moving three times in four years. And not, you know, again, you know, and I didn't want to go to Washington, D.C. So I was like, oh, that's one of my next assignments. Yeah. You know, and so I just, you know, made the decision that it's time, you know, really. Uh, it was it was heart-wrenching. You know, you got to kind of say the camaraderie, like you mentioned, Ruben, was, you know, you, that's the camaraderie yeah. that you have. Uh, yep. You know, sometimes you hate the days going to work and dealing with the BS, but but you know that you got fellow Marines next to you, and there's just an uplifting and all like-minded, you know. right? Because you, yeah. you're yeah. putting yourself there yeah. because they want to. You know, not like just a, a regular job. You know, where you have to get up. You know, you got to support your family. Right. But that's something that when you stick there that long, you've decided this is what I'm doing. And right. This, you know, so yeah. most I'm sure most people there are going. I want to yeah, be here especially I the be ones here. that have been in for a while. Yeah. You know, the first termers they're they're unsure sometimes. It's changed a lot since I first went in. Uh, you know, post uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom in Afghanistan, there's a lot of a lot more stresses and some of the you know, yeah, the BS that's going on in the military. And there's a boredom. I mean, when you're when you're deployed, especially Afghanistan, Operation Iraqi Freedom, Iraq, and other places, there's such a high tempo coming back to the states and not training much. You're like it's like a letdown. It's like yeah. you know, anticlimactic. You're sitting yeah. there. So, but that besides that, it's uh, you know, it was uh, it was a tough decision. You know, because yeah. it's like I could probably stay in another ten years. But then you look at it and you kind of kind of make some life decisions with the family of, you know, the impacts of the kids. You know, getting out at a certain point, they're going to be in high school. You know, and you're like, wow, I'm going to transition when they're at that mental and physical. You know, they're at that juncture in their lives that high school so much yeah and you kind of go okay well let's look at the long-term effects for the family so yeah that's Very kind of cool. where that's the decision i made yeah so nice so what did you learn about yourself uh while you were serving in the military is there something that you know you may have went through or something that you know you really didn't know and you went um I learned I'm more impatient. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. one of my weaknesses, I think. You yeah. Know, I, uh, you know, you, you just, you learn that you can push yourself to higher limits, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, as a leader, you know, when you're, if you're a platoon commander, company commander, or different staff positions, you're, you're looked upon as for certain things. And so I think um, in that regard, you just learn that you can do more. You, you you know you, you can you push yourself and you challenge yourself and yeah. and there's a you know military kind of expects more of you so it's not like okay you did this well thank you for that now you got to go do that yeah you know and and it <clears throat> flexibility too is one of the things is a lot of times I've gone to different jobs and you start off the job you know the next duty station but you haven't had any schooling in it. Yeah. And then they're going to send you out like six months after you're like, shouldn't you do that before? Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue what I'm doing, but you figure it out. Yeah. So that's it. Yep. You know, like Clint Eastwood, to the fire, yeah. Clint Eastwood says, you know, overcome and adapt, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So yep. yeah. that's that's one of the things that, you know, you learn, yeah, just overcome and adapt. Very so cool. that flexibility. Yeah. Do you have any advice for others transitioning out of the military? Yeah. Going, you know, leaving the military civilian. Yeah. Civilian. Life. Yeah. I, yeah, definitely, and then something I didn't do because I, one of the things that somebody said is, you know, and being a combat engineer in my background, I was a facility maintenance officer for Pendleton, so I had a, a wide array, and somebody kind of said, that the whole thing, do I stay in, whatever, let me test the waters, I threw out my resume, it just happened to be a good timing, 06 time for 2006, I got a lot of people going, hey, yeah, when are you get now, I'll hire you, you're like, whoa, 
kind of like, ooh, geez, I have to make a decision, you yeah. know, because I got the option. Options, you know, so yeah. And that helped. But I would just recommend folks getting out. I know for the younger Marines that may not have the exposure or even Army, doesn't matter what service, you're four or five years. If you're doing something, let's say you're an aviation mechanic, go reach out to the aviation mechanics of the world. Go to the French, you know, go to those small airports. Yeah. Go talk to people in that field or try to find people in that field um, and talk to them. Yeah. Find out what it is or if you're interested in something, just look for it. Associations are all over the place. Google an association for like water or, excuse me, aviation maintenance or there's there's an association for, res you know, everybody has an association. Go out and look for that. Yeah. And then as far as a resume, just ask for help. It doesn't hurt, you know. Yeah. They do that. They do a lot of resume writing for people transitioning. There's uh, uh, transitional assistance programs that, you know, the military, you're, you're required to do, I think, 60 or 30 days out or whatever. Take advantage of all of that. But don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. the biggest thing. Just reach out. And, yeah. You know. Yep, that's cool. <clears throat> so I think you kind of touched on it is how you got into the industry. So you said you were at Pendleton and you were doing something related to facilities so yeah. kind of help make that transition yeah. getting into the industry and when you started applying like you said you built a name for yourself and you had people reaching out and wanted to poach you before you even left yeah. so that that's that was your first encounter or how, how where you left and where you ended up at yeah so yeah i mean being the facility maintenance officer for the base i mean it's one of the largest bases the marine corps owns but I had all the water, wastewater, gas, electric, roads, buildings, electricians, HVAC, you know, the whole gamut of all that. And at the time, Pendleton was under some lawsuits. We had really old wastewater plants. Yeah. So we were in the process of upgrading those. We'd been sued, um, you know, and basically the regional board at the time was saying, you need to fix these things. So luckily being sued, the military will give money. <laughs> Sometimes it's a crisis or whatever mm -hmm. that takes them to lodge. And in the water system too because they're pretty much wells, so we had issues with that. So I get, <clears throat> you know, there was so much of a focus on that, um, and I really love the water-wastewater business in that regards. But being deployed and being an engineer in the Marine Corps, I've been doing base camps like a Desert Shield, Desert Storm. We built an airfield yeah. in, in Saudi Arabia, used a old Aramco oil. You know, they had a little tiny strip. We, we were given that, and we built the airfield. And, mm -hmm. The base camp, you had to deal with the water, electricity, and all that, and the sewage, of course. Yeah. <laughs> when you got, you know, 6,000 Marines sitting on an airfield, you got to get rid of all that. So <laughs> yeah. that's kind of your yeah. first exposure. And then with Iraq, planning all the bed downs. You know, yeah. at that point, I was at the level of, you know, you were looking at where you're going to bed down and figure out how you're going to logistically support all that. So, yeah. so there was an exposure. And then doing some work in Africa water wells and some other things oh, okay um, so yeah, nice. you just kind of got in my blood i really <clears throat> started to really like the water waste water side yeah. i really i love the challenges i love the people i failed chemistry in high school <laughs> but for some reason i understood it you know yeah. over time you learn it and, yeah and so yeah maybe just being more hands-on right helps yeah. open up the mind a little more too. Well, and, you know similar to uh, elsinore valley and you know for my former district i was at and and other districts yeah. just it's great working with experts i mm -hmm. mean there's such a passion like yourself ruben and and you know our wastewater folks and, and water folks and there's just you learn from them i yeah. learn more i think i sometimes learn more from you guys than, than you know i try to teach yeah i yeah. try to you know so yeah. that's I just you. love the passion of our our community yep so. very cool <clears throat> um so what are some other positions that you've held in the industry 
Well, when I retired from the military, I didn't want to deal with anything governmental. Yes. You know, federal government, as you as you know, you can see it in the news. It's a very bureaucratic, slow, slothy, inefficient, ineffective system. I just didn't want to deal with any. I saw too many, no offense, against some of the civilians or some of the politics on the bases and stuff and in the military. So I didn't want anything to do with that, so I went into the private sector. Yeah. You know, said, you know, let me see if I can survive on this side of the house. Yeah. So went to work for some engineering consulting firms, did some a short duration of um, <clears throat> working for a uh, water company, private water company that did, the, the Army and Air Force was privatizing their water wastewater system. Yep. So I was in charge of the capital projects and engineering for that for a couple of years and kind of ventured off to figure, start my own business doing some consulting. I really wanted to get into the construction yeah. uh, side of the house. Um, but you know, with the market at the time and being, fell back into uh, consulting yeah. uh, with that and then Started as a GM uh, at Rincon, Del nice. Diablo. So, can you describe some of your responsibilities as general manager at Elsmer Valley Municipal Water District? Um, <laughs> herding cats, <laughs> and care and feeding of the board, which yeah. I'm sure the board will hear this. But <laughs> you, know, but, you know, we all know that you know the yeah. board of directors is is my five bosses collectively yeah. should be one. You know, yeah. and they are. But mm-hmm. and we have a we're lucky to have a great board here yeah. at Elsinore Valley. We really are. Um, so it's great to have five good bosses. Yeah. Um, Definitely the best I've seen so far in my time here. Oh, good. Fourteen and a half years. Good. So I love cool. it. Very and then cool. so um, you know that's that's kind of one of the things. Um, you know, definitely resourcing the staff. You know, uh, my job is, it may not always happen, but you know, I got to look at the strategic direction of the district where we're going operationally, tactically. Tactically and operationally, you guys are, you know, in the trenches and doing all that. So I need to make sure you're resourced. Uh, it may not always be optimal because there's that balancing act. You know, I mean, you look at, we have a rate payer, we have rates, we have a, we're a public agency. So there's a balancing act. I mean, oh, yeah. what I love to have, you know. Yeah. 100 more people but yeah is the work really there but you got to look at it you know and properly and say okay these people need this section needs more resourcing these folks may not need as much resourcing even though they might want more mm-hmm. are they being as efficient as they possibly can so yeah. you know kind of it's, it's a business yeah I mean, when you look at our when you look at our district 80 million dollars a year in O&M and we got what four or five hundred million in capital over the next five years that's that's a big business yeah you know so of course so those are some of the uh items again hopefully leadership and management you know in keeping the direct you know yeah so in your in your opinion greg uh what is the most important personality trait or strength someone would need to work uh in your position oh that's a good one yeah that's i'd say there's several but i think the most important i think is integrity because I think with integrity, it, it, you bring in honesty, transparency. You know, I think genuine concern is is, is extremely important. Uh, and respect. You know, with integrity, I mm-hmm. think there's a subset of respect. Or res- so, you know. And I think if everybody treated each other with respect, I don't care what level you're at. I think you get rid of a lot of the, lot of the issues. Yeah. You know, treat everybody the way you want to be treated. That old adage. And, yeah. You know, but treat them with respect and show some genuine concern. I, you know, yeah. There's there's leaders out there that, you know, may not have the genuine concern, but at least if they're leading from integrity, some other levels. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You'll get everybody, uh, buy-in from everybody else yeah. and, you yeah. know, yeah. everybody will follow. What has, if anything, fundamentally changed in the industry from when you started until now? Ah, uh, goodness. Um, 
definitely think that the regulations, regulatory aspects are making it a lot more difficult. I think there's a lot of all good in a way. I mean, you look at the environmental side of the house or, or you know, PFAS, for example. Yeah, I mean, we have no control of it as Elsinore. It's, it's in the systems. It's, it's in our stuff we eat and, you know, it's in the wrapper. You're going to, yeah. you know, I have a probably a sandwich with PFAS all over, you know, yeah. a wrapper, you yeah. know. I just yeah. had something this weekend, fast food. It has PFAS and those yeah. kinds of things. So something we can't control, but there's a, I think there's just sometimes a too far zero, t you know, I want zero parts per trillion or now quadrillions of yeah. this. Well, how do I get to that point? It costs a lot of money. Oh, don't make your water, you can't make your water unaffordable. Yeah. So you're kind of being beaten by both sides of the house. And, yep. And that's, that's the frustrating part is trying to get that balancing act, yeah. you know, and then, well, I got to spend $30 million more because you're requiring me to meet this level that you wanted us to be at, yeah. but medically it hasn't been proven. So that's a rate I have to pass on to our rate payers or costs. Yeah. And how do we, you know, so. I'm making everybody happy <clears throat> at the yeah, same time. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's some of the things I think um, uh, that COVID's changed a lot. I think it just, it's changed some of the mindsets. Oh, yeah. And stuff. But I think the stress level, at least for me, I'm finding when I first came in, you know, being, especially as yeah. a general manager now, uh -huh. what, 10 years or something, um, the stress level seems to be higher. Yeah. And just, and I think that may be part COVID, you know, kind of coming out of that COVID is a very stressful time, you know, and put a lot of pressure and, you know, unfortunately, you know, even our, our even our uh, employees, you know, had some deaths in the family and, yeah. and it just added a lot of stress. But I think just that constant barrage of social media, media, they just, yeah. I don't do social media. Sometimes that's bad. Sometimes yeah. that's good, but I just, I think it's just that constant barrage of crap being yep. thrown at us so much now and, and so much in, unfactual and inaccurate and just I, I don't think the paper should even be called a paper now yeah. it should just be an opinion page yeah even even articles are so in fact inaccurate yeah. and yeah. anyways that's just yeah people being unbiased yeah so very think, un <clears throat> biased about yeah biased opinion, even though so. they're you know again yeah. I mean I'll listen to your uh, the opposite side yeah. of the you know tell me maybe I'll learn something I yeah mean, something I I had uh, one person at my other district that we thought differently, and we'd go back. They almost thought we were brothers and sisters. We'd yeah. go back yeah. at it, and I'm like, yeah. and like, don't you? I said, I don't hate her. I think yeah. we just banter, and yeah. you know, and and she's got different ideas than me, and yeah. you know, makes me think, step back, and go, oh, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. So you know, yeah, sometimes can be very healthy, you know. Oh, very you know, healthy. Because yeah. again, you know that you shed light on something maybe you you know you didn't know, or just yeah. another yeah. way of thinking <clears throat> about it, or how you would approach it. You know, well, yeah, I mean. Everybody yeah. thinks differently, and I think from that aspect, of, like you said, Ruben, just getting a different perspective yeah. and different input is actually going to help make better decisions. Yeah, you don't want I don't want rest men all around me. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes healthy to have that. I mean, look at families. Yeah, oh, <laughs> we yeah. Have arguments all the time. Yeah. You don't get divorced or yeah. kick your kid out yeah. of the house just because yeah. you had an argument, right? Yeah. Though you like to sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear I, you. Shh, my husband, I don't, honey, don't hear that. <laughs> uh, so, what is the biggest challenge that the industry is facing? Maybe something that you just mentioned, or yeah, I think uh, the legislation and regulation, regulatory yeah. uh, environment. Um, you know, and the state is uh, a supermajority, so it doesn't matter what the other party may say. But so, I think there's just a unfortunately. Um, such a one-sided 
aspect to it. I mean, <clears throat> closed-minded in some regards. I mean, this is what we're going to do. This is we we have the power, so you guys are going to just live with it. And it's I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's healthy for the state or or folks mm -hmm. across the board. So those are kind of the I think the biggest challenge right now is the legislation and, and regulatory aspects. Yeah. So and just getting it through the yeah all that. And secondly, what I think a little bit of challenges is uh, uh, expertise. I keep hearing about that silver tsunami, and it kind of got slowed because of the uh, earlier the 2008 yeah. that recession that you know mark housing downturn. You know, people are starting to now I think leave again and making those life decisions. And, yeah. And so I think there's a gap between what <clears throat> we're losing and what's coming up. Um, through the trenches, you know, yeah. so I think there is that gap of knowledge. So. Yep, for sure. So that's a challenge that we're all going to be facing. Yeah. You know, we see it. People yep. start poaching. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. Yeah. It's I'll happening. I'll $4 an hour more than them. And yep. Just, yeah. Just to get you. Yeah. So. And, yeah, and it, you know, that's, it's too bad for the people that, uh, you know, again, that, that think that that would solve you know, I think sometimes you're, you know, any issues or grief that you had, you know, just a couple more bucks, you know, you know, to think that that's the thing that would yeah. make you more happy, yeah. you know. So, but again, some is no grass not always greener on the other side, you know. No, it's so, not. I've I've no. done that. I thought, yeah. you know, I got yeah. lured by, uh, you know, a, yeah. a, a, the few of the dollar signs yeah. at one point. You know, yeah. coming out of Marine Corps, you're, you know, hey, they're, wow, they're gonna offer me that much more. Yeah, and yeah, not you know, not knowing, you know, it takes you a little bit of time to learn the yeah. culture of the organization, and, yep. and then I learned it was a little toxic, and it's like. Yeah. Mm, yeah, this is not where, this is not good integrity, and uh, this is not what you know. Yeah, for sure. So. What's the best advice you have for someone looking to get into this, uh, this career or this industry? Uh, be open-minded and willing to work hard. I think you know. I mean, that's like anything. But um, getting into the industry, it's an exciting industry. You yeah. know, and again, it kind of goes. Talk to people. You may, you know, folks want to come in and realize that, you know, you got to get certified. Water, waste, water operators, for instance, et cetera. And I'm, I'll use the operational folks more. Um, it takes time. You yeah. know, you're going to start as an OIT or whatever. And we all started at the bottom mm -hmm. at some point and worked our way up. But <clears throat> it's, it, the world's, you know, the world's a limit. Or the sky's a limit. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, whatever you apply yourself to, you're, mm -hmm. you can make it happen. So I think the industry is awesome because once you get in, like you said, like, you know, make it make it the way you need it to yeah. do and, you know, opportunities will present itself and we yeah. have the administrative side, yeah. engineering, et cetera. There's a lot of exciting stuff. Never a dull moment. No, for sure. You know. And while you're here, too, you can work <clears throat> on those things, too. That's why I tell the guys, I'm like, you know, the, the places like this afford you the ability to go to school if you wanted to go mm -hmm. that route. So, you know, you're not just pigeonholed to, you know, wherever you come into. There's different avenues that you're oh, yeah. able to yeah. go here. So, And, yeah. again, you're able to go to school while you work here so yeah. you can make that decision of where you want to end up exactly. here. So, yeah. Really cool. Yeah, a lot of jobs don't necessarily do that for no. you. And they oh, don't pay for it either, you know. Yeah. We, Yep. You know, so. Yeah, I was lucky when I came in. This is first time working in the industry, like on on in, on the uh, public side of anything I'd done private before. So nothing like this. So when I came here, I was like, whoa, you know. So and yeah. I, th I think that's made it really easy for me to just want to stay here. You know, everything that I've you know experienced and had the opportunity to to get to do even like this here. So yeah, no, this is great. It, like yeah, I said, this a, is. Uh, you know, when you first presented the idea, I was yeah. a little skeptical. Yeah. Okay, how's this going to, you yeah. know? But know. then once I heard it and you presented it, I'm like, holy smokes. You yeah. know? And that's why, you know, that's what 
brings me to work every day is our team here at Elsinore. Yeah. You know, you guys are just motivated. You yeah. want to do be good. You're customer service oriented, which is fantastic yeah. because it, it really is. We're all customer service reps. Yep. You know, and so 100%. Yeah. Who are you? Is there anything else that you'd like to add um, or questions that you think maybe that I could have asked that? Uh, anything you want to plug? I know during November, around the holidays, there's something that you do here. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we do, uh, you know, being a vet, and we have a good stable of vets here, a number of vets and all services. We we do the uh, um, Veterans Day and then the Marine Corps birthday yeah. cake cutting. Yeah. So Marines celebrate. No matter where, if there's two Marines, it's a tradition. Yeah. Get together for some form of Marine Corps yeah. birthday celebration. So it's really nice to have be able to celebrate, and, and everybody yeah. here in the district gets to participate, and yep. we're all a family, but, you know, and yeah. we appreciate you everybody you know yeah. uh, supporting the vets and, and yeah and that portion of of it. course yeah you know, you're like you're like a veteran <laughs> at heart so. yeah yeah for sure yeah, so. and then mm. uh a, a charity too that you you do as well oh as, uh well we do the water for i'm heavily involved with water for yeah. people yeah. so you know we do we do various events but we do the uh, nut baskets there you, you go know, that's a big yeah. uh a big one at the holiday season so yeah. you know putting that in there um you know, and then I do some charity work and support to uh, uh, Semper Fi Fund, America's Fund, and some other veteran organizations. So, yeah, nice. So yeah, keep so. yourself busy outside yeah. of work, you know. Yeah, and I think that's important, too. You know, you asked some, them some things. Is You know, we're, we're so lucky, and this district is great, too. I yeah. mean, Elsinore is so, I mean, what we do yeah. with the school for the, uh, for the, the, the families yeah. in the local area at Christmas with the gifts going yep. out and the donations that the, uh, that, our employees give and the board gives and then you know the time that's spent to do that it's, yeah. it's you know I think it's important that we all give back yeah. I mean we're we're fortunate we live in the greatest country in the world I don't care what anybody yep. else says oh, <laughs> it's yeah. still the greatest country in the world yes. we can disagree we can whatever and we're not thrown in jail yeah you know well some people are but uh, <laughs> you know but I mean yeah. in, in a regard you know yeah. you can speak your mind and, and you know have a difference of opinion yep um, you know I think you, you can't do that and I've seen that in lots of countries where you will not be seen again or oh, yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah. So that's yep. pretty scary. So, yep. um, you know, we should be appreciative and give back because I think the more you give, yep. the more you get. Yeah. Really, really, really believe in that. And, yeah. And, and giving. Even if it's a little bit of time, you may have families and other issues, things, but, you know, with your church or with, with a charitable group or whatever, just give back. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's been one of the uh, really cool things uh, being employed here. Um, I've been in, involved in that the, the charity for yeah. the schools uh, close by. You know, buying the the gifts and 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 stuff for families that are in need. I've always tried to include my kids in that. You know, just so they see that too. Because mm -hmm. you know, again, not not everybody is as fortunate or you know doesn't have the same opportunity sometimes as others. So right. yeah, again, I thought mm -hmm. it was super important for them to see that too. And it's really cool that the district is does that. You know. Oh yeah. And it's a lot of volunteer time too. So that was super cool to see that a lot of people do this on their own time mm -hmm. and are willing to. You know. So. Yep. Really, it says a lot about a lot of the people here in the organization. So it does, yep. Oh. You know, the values that were adopted in strategic yep. plan was came from the bottom, not the top, which yeah. which is more important, I yep. think, uh, when you see it that way. Yeah. You all produce the values and you live them every day, or at least we try to live them every day. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, great. Well, oh, thanks okay. a lot. That uh, concludes the the section for what's the scoop. Um, this next segment. Uh, oh, it's okay. called the inside scoop. Okay. So this line of questioning is just a lot more lighthearted and um, 
be more quicker paced. So I'm gonna throw a couple questions. So that at wasn't you lighthearted earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> so you're, you're good. You're a good host. Oh, thank you. I appreciate okay. that. All right. So, <clears throat> the inside scoop, Greg. What is one of the best things you look forward to hearing at work? Ah, uh, staff did a great job. I think the thank you and knowing that you know staff is all working closely together and, and um, you know, customer service focused. And we've been getting a lot more thank yous from the, from the customers. I know during COVID, you guys knocked it out of the park and they really appreciate it. So I think that's the biggest thing is hearing thank you uh, or, you know, and, and the staff is, you know, the thank you for the staff. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's, it's, it's always nice. Yeah, you know, for sure. Very cool. What is one of your least favorite things you don't look forward to hearing? <laughs> Personal issues. Yeah. You know, I, somebody screwed up or yeah. something happened bad. I just that, that, you know, nobody wants. That's that yeah. crappy part of the job that, mm -hmm. you know, stuff. Or customer complaints that, you know, again. Yeah. Especially if we screwed up doing that, which, yeah. which is very, very, very rare. Yeah. You know, sometimes customers don't quite understand everything yeah. or just need to be explained. Yep. But yeah. yeah, it happens. All right. Uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? Um, biggest pet peeve, I think, would be uh, irresponsibility, lack of accountability, you know, passing the blame to others, yeah. whining, mm -hmm. you know, uh, suck it up, buttercup kind yep. of thing. It's kind of like, <laughs> I, like I, think, it. I think I'm a uh, tail end of the baby boomers. I think baby boomers, we've raised a generation of whiners. In my <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. Right? And I think yeah. people are realizing that. So yeah. that's, that's where I, pet peeve is just, yeah. you know, own it. Take the hit for it. If it was an honest mistake, don't worry about it. You learn from it. Move on. Yeah. That's for sure. Do you have a daily ritual that is necessary <clears throat> for you to begin your day? Well, I stretch my back out in the morning because I have a bad <laughs> lower back. Thanks yeah. to, you know, so I got to do that. Otherwise, I have, you know, it's, it's a long day. Um, you know, I just kind of just mellow, you know, get ready in the morning. But usually on the way to work, I pray, you know, just kind of. Give me the grace. Give yeah. me the patience. I'm a very impatient person. Yeah. Let me make good decisions. Let yeah. me just, you know, do the right thing. And, yeah. you know, and then, of course, family issues or whatever else is going on in the world. So take the time yeah. driving to do a little prayer time, a little. Yeah. So. Nice. When you are having a bad day, what is one thing you do to make it better? Oh, um, I, I breathe, you know, I just uh, try to try to again get back into a happy place yeah. type of thing you know there's stressors and remember that you know sometimes it's you know don't want to be sound that like you flip it but nobody's dying you know yeah. so yeah. i mean there's people who lost their lives in afghanistan iraq and let's put it all in perspective you know it, it, that's kind of hard to do so, for people to you know fed discussion before with general man you know i mean there's a lot of a lot of important stuff that happens in the water and across the across the industry but i think sometimes we as a make everything too politicized or too you know it's like just enjoy the fact that we have good health yeah nobody's getting shot at yeah. police are getting shot at and others yeah. but you know what i mean yep. overall so that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of try to put it back into perspective you can't yeah. say that sometimes because yeah it's like there well you're in the water industry are you this so yeah i get it but it's just kind of yeah mellow out guys yeah <laughs> i hear you so yep. that's kind of you know i'll work out too try yeah to, try to exercise that's yep. important so well, that's cool what accomplishment are you most proud of? Oh, jeez. Um, well, I mean, any, I, I'm happy with for my family. You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. you know just having having a good family. Um, I think I think you know when you look back, military. I mean, done a lot of good things in the, in, in the in the water business. You know, and continuing to. But I think I look back at the military. What really kind of got me? Well, you know, besides being a 
platoon company and a battalion commander type of thing and going to, you know, Desert Storm in Iraq. Um, I think I look back is my time when I was doing humanitarian assistance projects in East Africa. And so doing humanitarian demining training to Djibouti and building water wells and an AIDS clinic in Kenya and yeah. uh, water systems in Djibouti and Ethiopia, Eritrea and those places. It's just... You know you're making a huge impact in improving people's lives. So yeah. I think those are the things that I look back and <clears throat> how I got I actually got involved in Water for People. Yeah. I had made so many mistakes early on. We had to buy American, and I went over. We were doing a joint exercise with Kenya, uh, Tanzania, the U.S., of course, um, and uh, Uganda. And <clears throat> so we go over. Part of it was going to rehab some clinics and stuff. Yeah. So I researched. Yeah, it's 220 and all the different voltage get bought all the stuff we ship it over because he had to buy american kind of thing and it didn't fit oh, no. it was the right voltage yeah but different types of things are you know everybody has a little bit of a different connection or whatever else so you're like looking at it like that was dumb you know yeah that was we look like idiots so <laughs> kind of learn to you know and work with others and yeah and, and you can't just come in and do a project and leave yeah and that's a you know why water for people maybe really resonated with me because it's a sustainable they come in they help you fix it and then they leave they assess throughout time and then they turn it over and it functions it's yeah. not just build a well and go yeah. put a pump in and breaks there's no repair parts yeah so yeah. those are the, those are that was my i think what really gets me is when those projects and knowing that yeah. you made an impact and a positive impact on people's lives yeah forever <clears throat> yeah <laughs> super cool what personality trait that you, pos that you possess has gotten you into the most trouble impatience yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. sometimes just fire from the hip <laughs> yeah yeah you know that's that's mine that's yeah. my weakness mike I, I mean i recognize and maybe you guys recognize others and just don't tell me but yeah. i think impatience is one of my yeah I think my guys would tell you the same thing about myself. I'm I'm impatient, or yeah, you know, so yeah. I'm very impatient. They call the guys gave me a nickname. They call me Snickers. Snickers, <laughs> you know the Snickers commercials. Where oh yeah, 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 Snickers, yeah, 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 you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I can be yeah. impatient Hangry, too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're to the point where I'm getting in there and I'm getting dirty and I'm you know mm -hmm. doing you know so again so the guys I, uh, but I again I I know that too about myself so yeah. you know I choose sometimes when to go out and visit job sites because of that. You well, know. I think that's important that we recognize mm -hmm. some of our weaknesses or things we want to work yeah. on, which, you know, I love the fact we have our leadership program here at the district. And, yeah. you know, hopefully hopefully that's not just helping internally, but, you know, yeah. take some of those things to the family, friends, and how, how we act overall. So, uh, As a child, Greg, what did you wish to become as an adult? A lawyer. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I think when my one uncle was a lawyer. But I just, you know, I remember maybe TV shows or yeah. whatever else, and they made good money, and, yeah. you know, and I kind of thought about, you know, being a lawyer, and then later on, more towards high school. Yeah. Well, my grandfather was a landscape architect, and I love that. But, you know, initially, yeah. you know, you yeah. had those, the 10 to 12 kind of range, or I yeah. would be a lawyer. Yep. And then, so what's your favorite movie, then? Oh, gosh. Not, not a few good movies. You want to know? The, no, no, that's good. <laughs> um, uh, what is it? The one with Bruce Willis. Um, he's the SEAL commander in Africa. Um, huh. Oh, I was just thinking about it the other day. Um, gosh darn it, I'll, I'll remember it. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite. He, uh, oh, what's it called? Oh, it's man. So nice. Is an older movie or? Yeah, it's an older recent? movie. He's a SEAL commander. They got a small team. They go in to rescue somebody. They're supposed to pull somebody out. But, you know, it's, it's kind of this 
there's too many other people and they're like yeah. making the decision and you just just again it's kind of that that aspect of yes tears of the sun thank tears you tears of the sun tears of the sun yes yeah okay i think that everybody should watch that movie yeah. just kind of military people will really yeah. will, will, will relate to it but yeah. i think it's just there's because it's again there's a lot of good movies in that regards but they put themselves ahead of others yeah you know and i think that's really you know you could have your diehards i don't care yeah. about yeah tears of the sun was just something different so oh nice that's one of my favorites yeah well i love all the marvel movies too don't oh okay <laughs> yeah I there you go you know yeah. all the avengers and all pretty much every one of them yeah but it's funny i've never really been into sci-fi or into a lot of the whole you know marvel or dc right. my kids though they, they yeah, love it yeah. so uh, they'll go with me but you know the funny thing is i took my daughter to see the thor and i fell asleep like you know 30 minutes in <laughs> and she's like dad you know and yeah. she's like i can't believe you're falling asleep on this movie but oh, yeah, i just yeah. it's i've never been able to really get into uh you know again the superhero stuff or like the the the, the fictional yeah, I grew up like reading that. comic books, and yeah. a bunch of my geeky friends and I would draw our own and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. nice. <clears throat> so, uh, what has been your least favorite job to date, if any? Recruiting duty in the Marine Corps. Yeah, I didn't mind going out and meeting, you know, potential Marine officers and stuff, and going to the colleges. I didn't like the uh, quotas and just the constant beating you up you haven't put anybody in this week blah, 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 blah. you know it's just that yeah. that whole stress of you know well no i didn't because i didn't find anybody well it's not your job yeah well i know they won't get through you know just yeah. just that whole thing i didn't like that i didn't like the environment of it. yeah i loved i didn't mind the job necessarily i didn't like the quotas and the requirements and some of the other I got stuff you. that had to go through so yeah cool thank you um who's been your most favorite or best mentor uh, throughout your career? I don't think I... I've had way too many to list one favorite. Yeah. I think, you know, I think that's... I, I've been lucky, both negative and positive. I mean, you learn more, a lot from your positive mentors and folks that take you under their wing and, and look out for you. And as a young lieutenant, again, impetuous, and, you know, and I had an older chief warrant officer who him and I got along real well. I mean, he beat the crap out of me or just... But it was like a training, you know, and... Yeah, <laughs> and so it's a funny story. I should give me a, so I think you know my first battalion, engineer battalion. I'm a young lieutenant, platoon yeah. commander, duty. Yeah, I, in fact, I knew the battalion commander would lived in my neighborhood. He was on uh, a reserve inspector instructor. They worked with the reserves. We had a reserve unit in Gary, Indiana, an engineer reserve unit in yeah. Gary. Indiana. He lived in my neighborhood. I was his paper boy. Oh, he lived next door to one of my best friends. Right? Yeah, and so <clears throat> then. Going in the Marine Corps and getting stationed there, you know, he leaves. And we're finding out that, holy crap, I was this paper boy. <laughs> but he had a coffee cup. He hadn't, he seasoned it. I'm on duty. You have to do officer of the day. So part of the job in the morning was make sure the coffee was on. Da, da, da. The colonel had us yeah. report on the desk, blah, blah, blah. So I took the, I'm like, oh, my God, that thing's disgusting. So I spent like 30 minutes cleaning out this coffee <laughs> mug, right? I cleaned it. It was spit, it was spit shine clean. Put it back. He blew up. What the? Who's the sadistic SOB who cleaned yeah. it? He had like 25 years of never cleaning it because it's seasoned. Yeah. And after that, I think, you know, all of a sudden I was like, 
I thought it was going to kill, but <laughs> but after yeah. that, that's when if people are like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll watch out for him. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. It's just funny. So yeah, you know, I've had just luck. I've been lucky to have mentors and, yeah. and folks throughout, and yeah. even learn from the poor leaders, etc. Going, I don't yeah. want to do that. I'm yeah. never going to be like that. So yeah, I you know I always tell a lot of the guys, a lot of people I talk to about. Uh, so I think you learn the mo- the most from good leaders but i think sometimes i've learned the best lessons from the worst you yeah. know like yeah. because again it's stuff that you you don't want to do you right know? yeah you yeah. don't want to perpetuate yeah. you don't want yeah. th- that to be you know <clears throat> what you do so well you know you get, if you have a formal mentoring program that's great and sometimes you have that informal mentoring yeah. that people are just yeah talking to you you know working with you and you don't know that that's yeah some mentoring and, and mm-hmm. stuff so you let get those nuggets but you're right yeah. when you see that yeah. shock factor of that poor yeah you're like oh that really resonates yeah so yeah, for I'm sure you, yeah because yeah you think about it and you're like oh you don't you unfortunately sometimes you you think of the worst people you worked for and mm-hmm. you go you know so that so i feel like that sometimes lingers a lot longer than yeah. some of the ones where you go Oh no, I had a really good boss, you know, so yeah. but yeah, for sure. Um what's the best piece of advice you have received today? Um just be yourself. I, I yeah, be yourself, I mean, but learn. You know, take the opportunities to learn and continue to grow. I mean both spirit I, I you know, when you look at it, some folks, you know, I think you gotta grow not just, you know, physically, you gotta, you know, wanna stay, but you know academically or whatever mm-hmm. professionally but i think just as important as emotionally and spiritually mm-hmm. and i think those those two are probably the ones that seem to be most neglected but yeah you know emotionally and spiritually helps you overall so i yeah. think that's yeah and then on a more practical nature pay yourself first yeah save yeah you know yep put 10 percent or whatever you can mm-hmm. away and you know You'll yeah. get over it, but yeah. you know, you get a promotion, take some of that, put some of that away, especially if you can yeah. manage living at the level you were, and, yeah, you know, because it's going to help you later in the future. Oh yeah, I, you know, I told the, I tell the guys now moving in, and I, who knows if I wouldn't been if I wouldn't have learned this lesson if the economy didn't crash when it did in two thousand seven when I came here because I was working on the private side making a lot more money. Right, I took a pay cut. But there was nothing else out there, and I, I came in here. I didn't even know, you know, the extent of what the water industry was right. or the water district. But I came in, and, you know, I, like I said, I had to take a pay cut. So by the time I started making more money, I was already living off a, a lower wage. Mm-hmm. So when I started to move up and get promoted, I'm like, this this money, any time, it yeah. was a $2 yeah. or $4 or whatever, I took that money and I'd put it away, and I'm going, not touching this money because I've already yeah. learned when you're making that high amount of money and there is nothing, they pull the ground out from under you, there is nothing there, you yeah. know. I started selling all my toys back then. I mean, I'm selling everything I can, liquidate everything to make, you know, ends yeah. meet. Yeah, yeah so, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I learned the hard way, and I yeah. tell these guys, when that happens, if you can, you know, you, you're, you know, you're, you promote it or anything, you know, you put that money away. Yeah, take at least like, some of it. Don't just yeah, go buy toys. Something. And yep. too many people do that, and yeah. then they're looking for the handouts, etc. Exactly. All right. So what's the most important lesson you've learned over the year, uh, no. over the, your career? Maintain your integrity. Yeah. I think that, you know, I mean, you know, people tell lies, and then you got to tell more lies to overcome those lies, and it's just a spiraling down. Yeah. You know, just have integrity. Yeah. Just, just and that'll maintain, you know, and. Yeah, because some people will lose that, you know, especially there's people that want to move up, you know, maybe on the backs of others, and it's it's really tough. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, if you can maintain that, you know, 
So that's good. Good, good great piece of advice. All right, Gwen. Well, that uh, concludes the uh, the interview. Again, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day and doing this for us. I really appreciate you. And again, thank you for your service, you know, oh. to the country. And uh, really appreciate you. Oh, thanks appreciate a lot again. Appreciate the Ruben. Appreciate the scoop. And yeah. it's just fantastic. And thanks for what you do for Elsinore Valley. It's cool. uh, we'd like to clone you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that, Greg. Yeah, All right. Thanks. Yeah.